And now, Lifestyles Unlimited presents the Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Over the next hour, we unfold your map to financial freedom. You'll learn how to retire through investing in single-family and multifamily real estate. You'll learn how to create cash flow and build wealth so you can have the time and money to live the lifestyle you want. Welcome to the show. This is Andy Webb with Lifestyles Unlimited. And as always, we're working on your financial freedom. And I'm coming to you from the road, still out in the RV bunker, and I'm in a parked in a little town not too far from Mesa Verde National Park, the Cliff Dwellings. This is southwest Colorado, and I have a very fascinating guest for you today. But before we get to him, I just want to tell you where I came from. Up in Montrose, I was at a at an RV gathering. These are a lot of digital nomads, and I told them what I do in real estate, not digital, but, but real estate, and they had a lot of questions, a lot expressed interest, said, yeah, I'd love to do that but I just don't have the capital. So what do you do if you don't think you have the capital? If you think it takes a lot of money to invest in real estate and be successful, I'm here to tell you it does not. And our guest is here to tell you that as well. We're gonna hear from him. He had actually a negative net worth. He was in debt just a dozen years ago, literally bankrupt, and has really turned his situation around and built up a portfolio of both single family houses and he owns his own small apartment community and add to that a considerable net worth from debt to wealth. How did he do it? That's what we're going to hear today. Let's get the story now directly from my guest, Lance. Lance, welcome to the show. How are you today? I'm great. How are you doing? Hey, I'm doing great. I can't complain. We're, we're parked literally on the banks of the Mancos River. Uh, it's Life is great, right? <laughs> so <laughs> you and I are doing well now, but I want you to take us back, uh, just to open the show, set the stage for the listener. Go back about 10 or 12 years and just tell us where you were at. Well, in 2009, I uh, unfortunately got a divorce and uh, walked away from that with uh, $21,000 in debt, uh, you know, all credit card debt, typical uh, story. And in 2010, I couldn't, you know, couldn't handle the payments anymore. So I ended up having to file bankruptcy because uh, I moved back to Texas in 2009, took a job making $16,000 a year, uh, which, you know, obviously you can't make payments on that and live at the same time. But so, yeah, I had to file bankruptcy in 2010. And uh, at that time, you know, just started saving money because now uh, I don't have any debt underneath my feet. Uh, and then heard about lifestyles on the radio in 2013, uh, joined as an FFP, uh, and I knew I couldn't buy any property quite yet because of the bankruptcy, but I knew what lifestyles could do for me, uh, when I was ready. So, of course, in 2014, which was four years after my bankruptcy, uh, upgraded to the challenge membership and bought my first property in, uh, October of 2014. Very good. And and I want to unpack a couple of things there. You, you said you couldn't buy immediately. What is the, you filed for bankruptcy in 2010. What is the waiting period? Just in case any, you know, quite a few people go through bankruptcy. And if we head into a recession, we may see that again. Just last year, it was about half a million people in the U.S. that filed for bankruptcy. What is, what is the waiting period to get back in the game on the, you know, if you want to buy, con, you know, with a conventional loan? It is uh, four years. Four years. Okay. Four years. So you knew that time was going to elapse and you became a member at Lifestyles Unlimited in 2013. You mentioned that you became an FFP member. That's an acronym we used. Uh, and that stands for Financial Freedom Program. That is our basically our entry level membership. We are 
Boy, Lance, I think we're about 50,000 or more members strong at the moment. A lot of people go in at the FFP level, stay there, and do a ton a ton of business, become very successful. Now, you saw an opportunity to join the Challenge Program. What does the Challenge Program do? Uh, it gives you access to the Lifestyles Realtors, uh, access to more classes uh, online, and uh, the Realtor part of it, they send out email blasts uh, with available properties. And actually, at the time, they had a uh, new membership uh, ready-to-buy list. And so we got on that list, which means, hey, I'm ready to do my first deal, and they'll actually start working for a deal for you. And, uh, and we, uh, Kathy Bell, actually found our first deal, called me on a Sunday and said, hey, this property is available. If you want it, go look at it, let me know. So we ran out uh, to Fort Worth, which was where that property was located, and uh of course, it was quite the shock when we got the door open because uh, it was the perfect property. You know, it was 1970s, nothing had been done, car parks in northern Ireland, whole nine yards. And you weren't totally unsurprised because, so the when you become a challenge member, that's basically a deep dive specifically into single family. We'll talk about apartments later, but specifically the focus is on single family. I was a member there as well, and you probably went to the single family road trips where you learn what to expect when you open that door and that that odor of dogs and that that ramshackle 60 60 year old carpet staring back at you stinking up the, you know to high heaven um so you probably weren't entirely surprised so this was in fort worth you were in in, in north texas it sounds like at the time you're coming from debt from bankruptcy how were you able to afford this first property well um uh, through lifestyles mentoring and the classes of course you know there's uh, like a 401k. I had a 401k that I could borrow from. Uh, I had saved up a little bit of money because, uh, you know, they, they suggest some books that you read. One of the books that I read was uh, The Latte Factor and uh, uh, the, the Richest Man in Babylon, which is very eye-opening as far as uh, how money really works. And then I took a loan out of my 401k, which uh, bought half, which was 14000 so I could buy the uh, first property. And uh, I can't remember the exact uh, numbers on that one. I believe all total we paid 24000 out of pocket to purchase and rehab that property. Yeah, very good numbers. So you're, I'm hearing you, you used at least one of the tools that we talk about at Lifestyles Unlimited as part of the education. Just, you know, if you've ever heard Mike Harrison, he talks about, he, he did the very same thing. He, he borrowed from his 401k to get into that, one of those first houses, and he borrowed again, and he bought, I think he did it three times. You pay you pay yourself back with interest, uh, but you can keep tapping that that account as, as much as you need it, as long as you keep it. And uh, so you leveraged at least one of the tools. I'm joined today by Lance, and we heard a good portion of Lance's story from the beginning where he was in debt, had filed bankruptcy, had to wait four years before he could go down the path to buying houses, at least on a conventional level, which we encourage you to do. Get those Fannie Mae loans. That's the cheapest money out there. But he got to that point where he was ready to buy. And that's a program we had at the time. He put his name in the hat and was contacted on a Sunday. Yeah, realtors, they, they work on the weekends and was given an address. He went out, checked out this house, bought it. And that really set the ball in motion. And Lance, you know, a lot of the people that I interview, they, they're engineers, they, they may be CFOs at a company. They are the folks that are coming maybe from a place with a lot of capital. And, and I talk to a lot of people just when I'm out and about in RV parks at the conference I was just at, for example, and, and they have that same myth as well. We got to have a ton of capital 
but we're going to hear, I think, today, or we already have, it doesn't take a ton of capital. From a, from an education perspective, wh- wh- did you go fully down the conventional wisdom path, you know, go to college, get good grades, to go to, you know, get that good job? How, how did that look in your in your situation? Uh, no, actually, I graduated high school and uh, started my, quote, career right out of high school. Uh, no formal education of any kind, really. I, uh, it's all been hands-on learning for me. started off, you know, working on office equipment uh, years and years ago, obviously. Uh, and uh, that doesn't pay a whole lot of money. And went from there to uh, working on simulators for the, for the uh, military. And again, that doesn't pay a lot of money. Uh, long story short, I was, when I started buying houses, I was making the most money I'd had in my entire life. And that was about at the age of 40, 41, and I was making $57,000 a year, uh, which, again, you're not setting the world on fire, but it was the most money I had ever made. So, uh, and again, I didn't have any savings, so to speak, when this happened. Uh, I had a 401k, and that's where I had got started because uh, I knew the money in my 401k wasn't paying me anything. Uh, and so I took the loan out and bought the first property. Yeah, very good. And I'm sure, I don't know if you watch the news closely, I, I catch it off and on. It's harder to see it when I'm out hiking, you know, hiking about here. But we just had the latest inflation read. What did the what did the markets do in response? They tanked. So if you had money in the 401k, you had a little less money in that 401k a day, you know, a day later. So, but you used the tools and you used your available capital. And, and, and I guarantee the listener, if, if you're sitting out there listening and thinking to yourself, I don't have a lot of capital, you got stuff there. You know, it takes a little bit of, of thought and in Insight and, and, and maybe putting some some numbers together, and I bet you can do it too. I mean, Lance, uh, coming from bankruptcy, negative net worth. Um, how how far have you come in in the in the decade or so? How many houses have you? We'll get back to the Fort Worth one, the first one that started it all. But how many houses have you bought and sold so far? Uh, we have bought and sold a single seven single families. Uh, currently, still have three left, and. Uh, then also recently we sold two homes in Houston and purchased a six-unit apartment community in uh, southern Indiana. Southern Indiana. Now, you started in Texas. Where, where are you based now? Uh, we moved to Louisville, Kentucky in uh, July of 2019. Okay, so you're operating out of Kentucky. You still own houses, I see, in Texas. Now, that very first one you, you bought, that has since sold, it looks like. Tell us a little bit more about that that impression you got in there. What kind of rehab did you have to do once you once you figured everything out and, and actually bought the property? Uh, it was a complete rehab. Like I said, it was, nothing had been done to it. Uh, bathrooms, kitchens, everything was 19, original 1970s. And so we uh, hired one of the lifestyle vendors, contractors, to come in and completely rehab the house, all new flooring, uh, paint, all new paint, all new light fixtures, light switches, electrical outlets, completely redid both bathrooms, and turned it into a really beautiful place. And that's commonly what we're doing, cosmetic, almost always cosmetic. Uh, you said both bathrooms, kitchen, flooring, paint. Um, in Texas, we may have foundation issues to, to focus on uh, other big, big, big ticket items, but um, still you've got in and out in, in under 25,000 out of pocket, which is which is great, funded in part from a loan from your 401k. So you have this property in play now. This was in 2014. When did you get the next property and how did you how did you finance that? Or how did you fund it? Um, the next property, um, I believe, right after we joined, 
Uh, Fannie Mae allows you to do a cash-out refi, and uh, by then we had enough equity in this property from, from where we, when we purchased it, and then also the little bit of equity that was built up in the time uh, that we owned it to where we actually refinanced it uh, and pulled out $20,000. We refinanced it in 2017 and pulled out $20,000 and bought our second property in Mesquite, which was uh, uh on a local Choctaw there in Mesquite. And then also my wife uh, got remarried. My wife that I am currently married to, she had a uh, house that she owned, and she refinanced it and pulled a little bit of money out. And also she had a small IRA uh, that uh, we cashed out. So what I'm hearing are so far a number of tools that you've deployed. Number one, tapping in as a loan into that that retirement account. That's certainly an option, up to $50,000 normally refinancing existing property great option whether that's your rental house that you've bought already and you know we talk about how we make money on you know five different ways with with our with our houses that's the equity that i just heard you, you bought right you, you you had equity capture you you accrued equity over the years with appreciation and mortgage pay down thanks to your residence and you tapped into that and you tapped into the equity in your wife's house as well if you're currently or recently married and you have two houses, boom, you got a great option right there. So we're just talking a little bit about some of the tools that you've leveraged to propel yourself forward. And there's one other tool. I want to get to this now as we before we head into the break here in a couple of minutes. You, you've done the 401k, you've done the cash out. Eventually, I see that you did sell a property and you used a wonderful tax code tool called a 1031 exchange. Can you tell us a little bit about what happened there? Uh, yeah, it was the uh, first property we bought. Uh, we had already refinanced it and pulled a little bit of money out. And, uh, uh, the residents that were in there uh, bought their own home, so we thought that was a great opportunity to go ahead and sell that property. Uh, so we did sell it and uh, took the money proceeds from that and did a 1031 exchange on another single family up here in the Louisville, Kentucky area. And if I were to just sell it outright and I don't do a 1031, I'm going to pay taxes. I'm going to pay capital gains taxes as long as I've held it for a year and a day. But in your case, you said, I don't want to pay those taxes. And I want to, you've got the roadmap. You want to keep buying. So I want to roll those funds into the next property. And if you do that, that's called a 1031 exchange. You use an agent to help you along the way and you don't pay taxes. You don't, you defer those capital gains taxes. They'll come due later. You know, we defer, defer, defer. And you know, Lance, eventually we die, pass those on to our heirs, and hey, the clock resets. Uh, but it's a great tool to preserve your wealth and uh, keep that money out of the government's pockets and in yours and rolling and invested and continuing to grow. So you've done seven single family houses, now invested in a six unit in Indiana. I want to get into that apartment and what it took. Is it is it a, is it a big mindset shift to go from single family into those apartments? And how did you find that? I want to learn a little bit more about buying your first apartment community uh, when we come back from the, the the coming break here. So to the listener, be sure to tune in and Lance, the financial freedom program. I want to go back to that. If you want to learn more, go to our website, lifestylesunlimited.com. There's a free workshop. We'll tell you what we do as an organization, as an education and mentoring group. And you can learn about the financial freedom program there as well. Got questions? Call Lifestyles Unlimited at 855-497-4335. The Real Estate Investor Radio Show continues next. There is a dream killer here somewhere today. You're going to run into somebody that's going to tell you this stuff doesn't work. 
Like Vinette said, it's a scam. This is probably a multi-level marketing program. Somebody is gonna tell you it doesn't work because you're the wrong race, the wrong age, the wrong sex, the wrong sexual preference, the something or other. And this is all set up so rich people can be successful and all you poor people can't. And if you believe that, they've won. But if you don't, you win. Don't believe the dream killers. Start winning today with the Lifestyles Unlimited free workshop. Get the knowledge you need to replace your income in two to five years and then find out how to take action. Register for the free online workshop at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. Welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Andy Webb, coming to you today from Mancos, Colorado. If you don't know where that is, it's in the southwest part of the state, not too far from Mesa Verde. Very beautiful. And I'm talking with a guest today, Lance. He's up in Louisville. I know I didn't say that right, but Louisville, Kentucky is a Texan. Lance, that's, I guess, how I say that. I don't know. Can you say that for me one more time, please? Louisville. Yeah. (laughs) I love how that rolls off. So you're in Louisville, Kentucky. Now, you've bought houses in... North Texas, where I'm normally based. We heard about Fort Worth. We heard about Mesquite. I see one here in Garland. I see one in Rowlett. But you didn't just stay in North Texas. We're going to talk about your multifamily here in just a moment, but I want to wrap up the single family side of things because you did what a lot of smart investors do. You lived where you want, wanted, and you've invested where it makes sense or where, where, where the numbers maybe work out a little bit better. Where did you go outside of Dallas, Fort Worth to invest next? Well, after uh, buying our second property, we kind of uh, again, a little short on capital, and uh, we were able to actually refinance Choctaw and pull out a little bit more money, uh, which wasn't enough to have to worry about a 1031 because of the you know, tax benefits of real estate. But we talked to our mentor, a uh, single-family mentor, about where we should go from there, and uh, she suggested, hey, go to Houston. Uh, you can buy properties in Houston because this is right after the flood from Harvey. And they were buying properties for very little out of pocket. So we did. We went to Houston and uh, actually attended a uh, uh, road trip. And we were able to find two properties that we purchased at the same time that were very close to each other in the Bear Creek area. Uh, And we bought those two properties. uh, One of them we paid uh, $1,800 out of pocket, and the other one I paid about $8,000 out of pocket. So we were able to pick up two properties for very little money. Yeah, and 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 I think that's where we, as a, a network at Lifestyles Unlimited, we really do leverage that geographical space because we have not just the mentors in in Dallas, Fort Worth, where you started, where I'm based, and in Houston and in Central Texas, but also in Phoenix, and then we have our national mentors as well. Which is why I have the opportunity as I travel. I'm going to interview a lady next week that's in Colorado, and she's buying in Houston because the numbers don't make sense in Colorado, and they do make sense in Houston. So you saw a great opportunity, Lance, in Houston at the time, right after the flood. Everybody kind of backs away. What's going on? This is a little bit scary. And I heard one house purchased for under $2,000 out of pocket. 1800 is what my, my notes here say. And the other uh, for around 8000 How do we do that? If the listener's wondering, we have tools to buy with hard money. I'm not going to go into details. We do that 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 rehab that Lance described on his first property. And then we do a, a refinance into the long-term debt. It's a process, uh, but it's very easy to do. It takes, takes very little time, depending on the rehab. And that's how you can buy right and buy with such little out-of-pocket. 
And yes, we're in a little bit higher priced market now, Lance. When when did you buy that last house that you picked up in Kentucky? Uh, I bought that in uh, the end of 2020. Okay, and did you see a little bit higher out of pocket on that one? Uh, well, that one, of course, it was uh, just a straight conventional. It was a property that I bought from another investor uh, that was selling it, and so he gave me a little discount on the price because he was just trying to sell it and, and uh, move on to something else. And so we were able to put our you know, cash out, $50,000 we pulled out of the house that we sold it to worth, 1031 it into that property, and uh, uh, currently with the equity capture that we made on it and a little bit of appreciation it's had, it's, we've got about $100,000 of equity in that property now. Very good. So even though you have a higher cash out of pocket right now, because that's how the market is, uh, you've still doubled your money. And that's what I'm seeing is a lot of equity plays out there in, in the single family market. Cash flows may be a little bit compressed with the higher interest rates and who knows what, you know, with the Fed going forward. But um, that equity component is huge because you do exactly what Lance did and you continue to roll, whether that's selling outright or doing that 1031 exchange. Can you still find those lower out-of-pocket investments? Absolutely, you can. Um, it, it comes down to finding the right market, which is where you're able to leverage the network like Lance has done from DFW down into Houston. Now, you said you drove down to go to the single-family road trip. Uh, for the listener that's maybe in Kentucky and says, hey, well, we don't have a brick-and-mortar office here. How do we do that? Well, we do those virtually. So somebody is always on site recording that that or show or taking video live. So you're able to attend these single family road trips and our multifamily ones at that as well, virtually live and, and learn as, as well. So you don't have to be present in, in that market. So phenomenal numbers, Lance, um, those two Houston properties, you manage those from Dallas or from Kentucky. Do you still own those or are those out the door now? Uh, now we, uh, sold those last year and, uh, Again, did another 1031, and that's what we bought the section with. Okay. So you did a 1031, rolled from two properties in Houston into that Indiana uh, apartment community. Let's talk about that one now. So you were in Kentucky. You bought in Indiana, found that six unit. How did that whole process work? Can you tell us a little bit about that? Uh, yes. Just uh, through a you know, real estate agent uh, that understands 1031 and the timing that goes with it. Uh, and then, of course, you know, just searching for by ourselves, uh, we happened to come across that particular building, and uh, the numbers worked, so we were able to transition to that property. And is this? I know in the apartment space, and in, and for the listener's sake, if you know, if you want more details about apartments, go out to our website. A lot of shows, all our shows are archived there, and there are shows where we dive a lot deeper into the apartment space. Um, but was this a, a the six unit? Was this a, a cash flowing yield play from day one? Was this more of a value add where you're going in like we do with our houses and adding a lot of value through repairs or may, maybe somewhere in the middle? What, what did this What did this thing look like? It was definitely a value add. It uh, again a building that hadn't been upgraded in quite some time. Uh, all the rents were low, way way below market rent, uh, three hundred dollars below market rent. And for the rehab units, they're $350 below market rent. So there's a lot of value to be added to this property. Okay. When did you buy this? We bought it uh, November of last year. Okay. So you're coming up on your first anniversary. Um, how has how have the renovations, how has the repositioning been going? Uh, it's going great. Uh, it's, you know, getting materials is a little slow, but uh, everything is, you know, we have three uh, of the residents decided to go ahead and stay and pay the entire rent. 
Um, they just wanted some minor fixes done, so that was easy to do. And then, uh, uh, so we're going to be listing the other three units for rent next week, and those should be able to rent for at least eight fifty, possibly eight eighty five. Very good. So six units, and for the listener. We talk about single family and we talk about multifamily. Single family is anything that's, this may sound strange, but from one door, one unit to four. So if you have a quadplex that's financed as a single family, anything five doors, five units and above is commercial. How did you go about finding the, the financing for, for this property? Or did you finance it? How did you, how we did you did finance it? it uh, we, we used a local bank here that, uh, has portfolio loans, and uh, so we were able to get financing through a local bank here. Yeah, it's about the network. It's about the relationships. As you were going into this uh, six unit, how did you leverage the Lifestyles Unlimited team, the mentors, and so on? Well, unfortunately, uh, through my ignorance, <laughs> I wasn't sure because I know there's not really a presence here in the Louisville area. We don't have a realtor broker here in Louisville. Uh, I could have utilized, utilized the mentor, but unfortunately, I didn't. I just went on the classes that we had taken and the experiences that we had uh, had with other multifamily owners and, and lifestyles, and uh, was able to do use the MFQA, which is a tool that Lifestyles has for us to to plot all the numbers in, just and look and make sure the numbers work and everything works. So we moved forward with it. I'm your host, Andy Webb. If you have questions for me, send me an email to askandy at l-u-i-n-c dot com. Again, that's askandy at l-u-inc dot com. And I have a great guest today. I'm talking with Lance. And Lance right now is in Louisville, Kentucky. He started his journey in Texas, at least his investing journey. We did hear earlier in the show that his journey actually began before he began as an investor when he was in debt negative net worth, had to file for bankruptcy, had very little capital, had a job paying $16,000 a year. And he has grown phenomenally through seven houses and now owns his own apartment community. And uh, Lance, I have the feeling you're not going to stop there. We'll talk about goals towards the end of the, the segment here. Um, but you but you, but you, you heard the message. You said you heard Lifestyles Unlimited on the radio. So many people do. And uh, what compelled you back then to join? Um, I knew what real estate could do for you. I've got a family member that has been very successful in real estate. Uh, I didn't understand it. <laughs> he he would try to explain it to me, but I knew what real estate could do. And, of course, heard it on the radio, and we attended Dell's two-day, uh, which Dell was teaching at that time. And, uh, yeah, it's, uh, from there, it was a no-brainer. I mean, I knew exactly what we were going to do. We were going to join. We were going to follow the map. And it was no reason we couldn't be successful. Absolutely not. And and I think you've seen tremendous success. Um, we talked about the bankruptcy. You've gone to, to a considerable net worth well above what the average American has these days. Um, and just for the listener, the two-day, that is the two-day financial freedom seminar. That's part of that, what you called FFP, the, the financial freedom program membership. Um, and that's where we learn about single family on day one, eight hours, and then multifamily on day two. Now, just ahead of the break, we were talking about our mentor, just the, one of the mentors we have at the national level, which and she's based just north of you in uh, in Detroit, Michigan, but they're investing in Indiana. You recently had a run-in with them. Can you tell us a little bit about that meeting, what it was you were doing in Indiana, so the listener can understand that what, I, what we often talk about 
the events and whatnot that happened in Texas, it's not just here. It's it's national. So tell us what was going on up in Indiana, if you would. Yeah, they were having a, another two-day class, the same one we set through with Dell. Uh, Greg was teaching that, him and his wife, Nicole, and uh, wanted to network with some people up there uh, that are in Indiana that are investors. And they had people from Chicago, uh, Michigan, people from uh, Columbus, all you know in this region that had gone up to attend the two-day and got to talking with Greg about uh, lifestyles and I kind of started telling my story to him uh, at the lunch, and uh, really, really great people, fascinating people. And then he decided to have me come up in front of the class to kind of tell our story, and so we did. But uh, yeah, it's you know every, every time I attend a two day, no matter how many times, you still you always pick something up. Yeah, there's always something new because guess what? You stand from day to day, month to month, year to year as an investor. You're you're always moving forward, so you're always standing in a slightly new spot. So there's always something to learn because you have a new, you know, a fresh perspective. So I do I do encourage existing members be sure to go back on a regular basis. I do that as well. You know, there's always something new. The market shift, the message changes, perhaps just a little bit in in response to the market. And and Greg is one of those two day presenters because he has a very successful track record, much like. Like yourself, single family now as a, in his case, as a, a syndicator, a lead investor in the multifamily space together with his wife. And she serves as one of the, the mentors. That's how we give back. We give back at the two-day financial freedom seminar as members. I give back on the radio. You gave back when you stood up in front of the the class and, and, and on the spot. Hey, Greg called you out. Come on up. Um, we also have ambassadors that give back as well. Did you happen to run into Randy? He's one of our ambassadors there in, in Indy. Yes, we did. Him and his wife both. Yeah, yeah. And an ambassador is just somebody that volunteers. It's a voluntary position in the sundry states where we don't have the brick-and-mortar offices. And, and, and they want to give back, and they want to build community because it, it, it can be pretty lonely out there uh, if you're not surrounding yourself with like-minded people. And that ambassador helps to build that uh, community. Um, so you went to the two-day. Did you guys I – know, I know Greg and Nicole. Unfortunately, I was down here in Colorado, couldn't quite get up there in time. But they did a, a multifamily road trip, much like our single family, but focused on apartments. They did a multifamily road trip to their latest acquisition there around Indianapolis. Did you get out to that? Yeah, we did. That was about two weeks later, and we went, went back up on the Friday. And uh, uh, we, of course, we meet, uh, and then we discuss, you know, some lifestyles things, and then everybody goes out to the property and tour the property, and they give you a little bit about the numbers and what type of rehabs they've got going on and and uh, where the property is, is uh, at as far as the progress of it, which is really fascinating because you get to tour units that haven't been upgraded yet, and then you get to tour units that are upgraded and ready for rent, and uh, it tell you all the process of how they, you know, what, what they're going through as they're doing all these things. So you're an independent rental owner. We commonly call that an IRO. You've bought your own six unit. There may be listeners out there. Maybe they're members. Maybe they're not. Maybe they've taken down their own twenty unit, right? Well, you know, the, the what's the big benefit of going? I mean, Greg and Nicole, they've got a, a two hundred plus uh, community there that they're renovating. As you're walking through this, what are your takeaways as somebody that is going through the process himself, albeit at a much smaller scale? What are you learning as you go through these multifamily road trips? Uh, it's definitely all about you know the best product, best price, and they're showing you the color palettes that they use, and they don't change. Every unit is the same. All of the finishes are exactly the same, which keeps costs down. And you're also looking at 
uh, you don't want to over rehab. You don't want to put granite countertops in an area that's not going to bring you any extra rent because it's got a granite countertop. So, you know, that's what you're learning is what are the finish outs for that area, that type of community, uh, you know, where to spend your money and where not to spend your money. Yeah, best practices in essence. Um, right, we have those on practice, at the yeah. yeah at the single family level, and that certainly applies at the multi. And it doesn't matter if you're doing six units or two hundred and six units. Uh, if you apply just a process and and stick with that process and are consistent to that motto that we talk about, best product, best price, you're you're going to see success. So uh, you're in six units now. What do you see for the future? Do you have any goals around further growth? Oh, absolutely. The uh, two single families that we still have left in Texas, uh, there's we've got about three hundred thousand in equity in those, and wow. uh, we're looking at possibly those next year. Uh, and may not have to do a ten thirty one because the tax benefits again of real estate, uh, because of the you know the, the way the taxes work on real estate, we may have enough uh, quote loss and depreciation to be able to offset the gain from those and then move those into another multifamily building. So continue to grow. So as an IRO, again, that independent rental owner uh, operating his own community, have you considered doing any passive investing? That's what I like to do. Oh, yes. We definitely want to do passive again. It all comes down to capital. I'm not a, I'm still not a high income earner. I'm <laughs> nowhere near the six figure, you know, six figure mark yet. So I'm still below that. And, uh, so we're growing our capital is the way we've been kind of working our model uh, so far, and we are getting to a, a place where we are going to be able to start uh, investing in some passive deals and plan to do quite a few of those because that's ultimately the goal is uh, not have to do anything, just sit back and wait for your quarterly check to come in. Absolutely. And eventually you get to retirement, real estate retired. Again, it's not the money, it's the lifestyle, and that's what we're all driving towards. And speaking of lifestyle and life, how has, you know, this will kind of recap the whole show for us. If you had to put it in just a couple sentences, how has Lifestyles Unlimited changed your life? Well, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's amazing. It's not just, like you said, it's not just financially. It's, it, it is a lifestyle, and we've met some absolutely incredible people. We've gotten to go places that we probably would never have gotten to go. Uh, and it's not... Uh, by any other reason other than just, you know, time and money. And with, with lifestyles, we've been able to do that. And so, again, I was 21000 in debt uh, not too many years ago, and currently we have a net worth of $800,000. So that's what lifestyle's done for us. Wow. From 21K negative net worth, 21K in debt, and, and bankrupt, as we heard as well, uh, having filed a bankruptcy, to a big swing to 800K net worth. And uh, from what I'm hearing, you're, you're, you're moving the ball forward consistently, and that's going to cross the million threshold, the two million. I mean, you will you will continue to grow. Once you, you know, Lance, I think you'll agree, once you figure out the process, whether it's single family or multifamily, it's not that hard, is it? No, it's not hard at all. Not Very at all. good. And are there any key education components or anything you would mention to the listener as we head towards the end of the show, things you've taken away from, from the organization that have really been big drivers for you? Oh, it's the, for sure, the education programs that are available online uh, for you to, to watch. And then the mentors, they literally there to hold your hand pretty much. 
Uh, and then the uh, community as a whole, the lifestyles community, like I say, you'll meet all kinds of people, people that were veterinarians, people that were engineers, people like me that, you know, not really any kind of professional education, just incredible people. Absolutely. I love it. And and just from the very last line on your bio that I have here in front of me, it says that we went on and we have purchased a property every chance we have. And that's it. It's just consistency, applying the model, continuing to buy those single family houses when you get that next uh, uh, influx of capital and then upgrading to that six unit and then upgrading to that 20 unit and then that hundred unit and then that passive before you know it, you're sitting back, enjoying the lifestyle, those quarterly dividends. Can't be better than that. Lance, thank you so much for sharing your story today. It's very fascinating. And I think the big message for everybody out there listening is that you can do it too. Just take a step back and uh, get the education that'll help you propel yourself forward. Have a good day. The information and opinions you hear on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show are those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show constitutes an endorsement recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security.